Welcome to Ideas, Ideas or High podcast, where we share creative aha idea moments from entrepreneurs who are successfully navigating the business world. While also deep diving into creativity and the value it brings to our lives. I'm your host, Mary Latrice. And I'm Yoshi. Let's chop it up. Who said Puff Puff Pass was canceled? Listen, I know being a stoner in 2020 has been interesting to say the least with this pandemic, but the Chillstone by JTT Accessories is here to help. The Chillstone is a premium hand-blown glass joint holder and one hitter too. It's reusable, easy to clean, hypoallergenic, and a natural filter, but most importantly, it's sanitary. Simply insert your joint for a snug fit and enjoy. It fits standard cigarettes, joints, blunts, with or without filters. Get yourself a chillstone today at jttip.com or check them out on Instagram at JTT Accessories. In 2020, let's pass joints, not germs, with the chillstone. Today, we're joined by Erica Daniel, a holistic wellness nurse, meditation practitioner, mother, and author. She specializes in helping women create delicious lives where they view themselves as balanced, blissful, and abundant through services and courses. She also has a book out called A Women's Guide to a Delicious Life, where she shares how to medicate, masturbate, and meditate your way to bliss. Welcome to Ideas, Erica. I'm so excited to have you on. Hey, ladies. I am so glad to be here with you all tonight as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, Erica. So what was your first experience with plant medicine? Mm -hmm. Okay. Since we're in plant medicine terms, because when I was younger, like dibble and dabbling, I didn't really think of it that like, oh my God, I'm smoking weed. It was just, it was around. But when I looked at it as plant medicine, really it came a few years ago, using it as CBD, which I hadn't even understood what the hell CBD was. And see the benefit with that just was like, damn, okay, so there's a whole bigger picture to this than just what I thought. Like getting high is awesome, but this is way more than I thought this was. Okay. Okay, Okay. and then you incorporated it into your your brand, into your business. Yeah, and the thing was, it wasn't even a business to start. Like, um... I've been a nurse for over 15 years. And so that was doing what I do as Uh a nurse. And I started even really noticing more patients saying that they were using it. And it just was kind of like, I need to know where I'm at is legal. What's really going on with this? Because I don't even know what to say. And then the more I start to just do my own research and trying products myself, that's when I'm like, oh, this is something bigger. And then that just kind of blew up into this whole can of nurse heel that really Again, it kind of goes back to this delicious life of when you really learn to reconnect. It's like you hear so much clearer and the creativity flows and it's like it just aligns so perfectly. And that's how this all even came to be. Really. I love it. So that's that's <laughs> the message that you're spreading. All right, cool. Um, can you share the story behind your brand? How did you come up with the name? Okay, so I remember this had to be early 2020, because this all just happened within the last few years. That's what's so crazy. But um, I kept trying to think of something when I thought about me 
um, as a nurse. And then I start really understanding healing on a whole different level, even as being a nurse and in the medical field, but still not understanding that healing wasn't always happening there just because you were going to see your doctors and stuff. And then I start really looking at it on a whole bigger scope of me rediscovering myself and how cannabis played a part in that. And then I remember just saying one time, I think just probably off some cannabis at the moment. And I'm like, can a nurse heal? I'm like, yeah, she can. <laughs> she can too. Like, and you can do it too. And so mm-hmm. I it just catapulted out of there of me really wanting to be a person that people felt they could approach. Because also too, being a nurse is still kind of like, hmm. Should I talk Were you about always, Have you always been on the holistic side of things? I was really, in the last few years, I would say around 2018, 2019, that mm-hmm. is when a big shift kind of started happening for me. I really realized, like, you know how shit just, in life, things just get to the point where it's like, okay, I'm going to have to switch something up because this shit ain't working. <laughs> okay, so were you, okay, let me ask you, do you consider yourself spiritual or religious? Now more spiritual. I grew up religious, mm-hmm. you know, I would say that, you know, going to church every day, every Sunday. And not that I didn't believe it, but I always still had questions that was like, but, but why is this so bad? But what, like stuff ain't really making sense. And within the last few years of really trying to work on me and figure okay. out, like, not even knowing a delicious life was possible, but just trying to figure out who the hell I was as a woman at the end of the day, it kind of took me on that journey and then I started getting more into the spiritual side of stuff and start that's when I start really looking at healing in a whole bigger picture and realizing as a black woman it's something we don't really sometimes think is possible you know what I'm saying when it comes to really addressing stuff we deal with holding on to traumas and how that affects our bodies like I say your issues lie in your tissues so it's stuff we be dealing with physically mm-hmm. because we're not really healed spiritually more than anything mm, so absolutely Wanting to give women, like I say, who look like me, who sometimes like, I don't want to talk about this or uh, girl, no, we regular, ain't nothing wrong with us. Let's discuss this in, in a more open, cool, chill way that can be approachable no matter where you at. Okay. All right. Let's dive right into your book. Go ahead and give us the rundown. How did you come up with the title? Um, how long did it take you to write? Um, did you get feedback from friends and family first? Mm-hmm. Look, let me take a sip on that. So this is so crazy, I swear. Like 2020, that's when shit hit the fan, right? Everything went complete crazy, came in real disrespectful. So during that time, like it was funny because when I look back, I'm like, this was a time when I, oh, Erica, like I would say any time before 2017 would have been a hot mess. Like, oh my God, there was anything. The world is ending. I'm like, what am I going to do? Uh, just tripping, tripping, tripping. And who knows how that could have led. So I was just really like, just coasting with it. I had, was getting to a point where I had been working on my mindset and kind of like, hmm. Were you already meditating? I had started in 2019. Okay. Yeah. And then really kind of like, okay, I'm going to keep focusing on this and just adding it in like little bits at a time daily. I wasn't like, oh, I sit here and meditate for 30 minutes. Like, yeah, no, I started at like five minutes. And I remember one time that was like the longest, but I'm like, damn. <laughs> I just knew that was five minutes. <laughs> okay, so you doing guided, were you doing guided meditation? I did guide it because I couldn't do it on my own at all. Like I needed something to listen to so I wouldn't okay. just ramble. Mm-hmm. Um, and so during 2020, I, again, just started 
reading more books and really starting to take time to connect with me and connect more with meditating. And I remember waking up, I can, uh, it had to be like springtime. I can't remember what day it was. And I wonder if it's in one of my journals, but I remember waking up and I felt like I, I swear, like I was in a Disney movie. I was like, I hear the birds chirping, like life just felt so fucking good. And I remember saying, oh my God, this is so delicious. Like, what is this? Why do I feel like a whole day? And I was saying it, but not thinking nothing of it. Next day, again, I'm just doing my regular routines. I was trying to create better habits. Little shit. I ain't saying like, oh, I go to the gym for flavor. No, baby steps. Sometimes one-legged baby steps, like taking it one little bit at a time. And I'm noticing like I'm getting up feeling good. And for me, it was such a big deal because real, real life, like I remember being at a point where I hated getting up, like fuck, I'm still here in this bullshit ass life. Oh uh, so oh. to get to a point where I'm feeling like, you know, black, you know, Cinderella, oh my God, Sleeping Beauty has woken up and it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. The birds it, are back. <laughs> it was like a real big deal for me. And I, at the time I was journaling and I just start writing like, what is making me feel this way? And the more I start writing, I looked, I'm like, damn, cannabis, uh-huh. I'm more intentional with it. I understand it way more than I did ever. Um, I made sure to connect with my body, clitoral stimulation, masturbate, touch on your body, like really in more than just like, oh, I'm about to masturbate. Oh my God, come. I mean, you don't have to be so, sometimes people take it so extreme. Like just really not knowing and being okay, connecting with your body. Like the importance of that and how that really can transform your life mm-hmm. is, is super, to me, it's like, it's necessary, like air. Like it's necessary for all of us. And then meditation, just realizing the importance of chilling the fuck out. You will make sure your phone charge up. Like I say, people will stop at a sketchy gas station. Like, oh, I got to get me. I need a charger real quick. Just praying in the store. Like, please, I just, I'm here to just get a charger. You know? <laughs> not let that phone die. But when it comes to us, we get all these signs that we in the red. And we're like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Learning how to chill the fuck out. And again, the power in that. There's power mm-hmm. in learning how to balance that time to just sit the fuck chills. Sit down for like five minutes. And that's what I realized. Like, oh, my God that's my delicious life. Like that is what it is. It ain't nothing like, oh my God, it's so over the top. No, it's something that anybody can have. And it actually, to me, I feel like this is your birthright. Like at the end of the day, like we wouldn't put here to be sick and miserable and feel in lack. Overworked. None of that. Like our bodies need to be in balance. And when I looked at these three things, I'm like, these are things that actually do promote balance in your body. When your body in balance, you work better. You do it in that order like did you find yourself like in your routine doing it in this order like you smoke for me when I smoke I do get a little horny so then you masturbate and then okay maybe by the time I you know I'm done masturbating I am not high anymore so then I'll meditate because I realized I can't meditate high I tried it doesn't work for me um I do transcendental meditation but uh (laughs) yeah that doesn't work so this order seems logical for me (laughs) So I'm just curious if if that's how you came up with it. Now, it's really funny because I'm trying to think what made, when I, this situation has happened and it's kind of funny, like sometimes I'd be so transparent, like, hey, y'all, we just, look, we homegirls talking. But I remember I would always try to start a routine where I'm like, okay, if I smoke, this is like the end of the evening, it started like, okay, 
take my little downtime. This is just me getting my body back, relax. And my goal was to get into that and go right into meditating, you know. And sometimes I still do that. Sometimes it works. Um, for the most part, I can do that with like just CBD, like something real just, you know, I ain't got to be super high where it's kind of hard to be in that moment right then. Mm-hmm. I mean, it also depends, I guess, on what you're smoking to as well. But I remember trying to really go into that in the beginning. And it was so funny. I was doing this chakra meditation. And baby, I cannot get past this sacral chakra. Like that baby start thumping. I'm like, oh my God. And that's when <laughs> I realized like, damn, this shit is way deeper than I even thought. Like even just that power, like I say, in connecting with your body as a woman and that feminine fucking energy that we didn't kind of push aside because we got to be strong. And it's Black History Month. We're talking about the strong Black women. We can't never really be vulnerable and feel feminine and open up to that which is I definitely struggle with that I definitely struggle with that like no I'm good even and I'm like I've been married for so long but I was like I'm good I don't even mm -hmm." always want to kind of put up that wall in defense and not feeling comfortable but also I didn't really see a lot of that I did I mean I'm not blaming nobody from growing up but you know you know better you do better everything's passed down from the trauma to the mindset to the yeah you have to definitely unlearn and learn some things yeah so it was funny because I just couldn't ever get past that and I remember one day I'm like okay Erica you're not about to just you can get through this and then you can bust in that after okay we try to get through this meditation and the energy I felt once it moved up like it was like a high and like a orgasmic pleasure still that I had never and I'm like oh my god and it made me even feel more again like this shit is delicious this is like walking in my fucking power like oh I like this shit this is really this is how it's supposed to be and so yeah sometimes I guess I do medicate masturbate because I feel like it while I'm masturbate it can also be meditative as well like absolutely i i attended one of um shout out to lizzie jeff uh her her workshops and they talked about manifesting through masturbation or through orgasm there was a woman who she gave us her whole story about that that's like what she does and it was beautiful yeah that's so funny you would say that because i did a virtual event with her and i swear it was like till four in the morning this is when i was still in detroit the energy, I was like, even just like after that, I'm like, shit, this is the most sensual shit ever. This is all virtual. I'm not even in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, I've been on some calls. Really? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. So I have gone through this. I had questions about the herbal healing. I have not tried steaming. The yoni steam. No. Um, how often is it something and is it something that could replace, like for example, I take a daily probiotic, but if I gotta, you know, do something more natural, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure if that's something that replaces that. I think it doesn't hurt to add in these things. Of course, always looking at I mean, there are different herbs, and that's why I wanted to put some in the book that are commonly used for um yoni steams and they also can help with other things in our body like when you think about drinking the tea you know what i'm saying like a lot of times you say oh i'm gonna drink this tea some people just like the flavor but if people you know are really like oh this is 
peppermint. I know it'll also help kind of ease my stomach a little bit, relax me, you know, so it's certain things. And it's the same thing when you're mixing up these herbs, they're just coming in through a different set of lips in a way. So there are some that you could probably take that could help with that as well as many other things too, like um, certain foods. Um, coconut oil is one of the best things to always add. I don't know, like just randomly, but coconut oil is amazing. Just doing like a couple um, tablespoons a day, looking up the benefits of that, especially for your gut health. Just like um, eating it, like drinking it or, okay. Like when you get the organic coconut oil, it comes in at, um, like fine. Yeah. And how it like solidifies at room temperature, but like, seriously, there's this book and I don't have any endorsements with this shit, but, um, it's mm-hmm. about, I have to find the name of it, but it's this coconut oil. It was on Amazon, um, but the healing benefits of coconut oil. And even like the more I start doing research, I'm like, damn, like it has so many benefits. So that's just like a random little random fun fact. Get you some coconut oil. And I got some cannabis infused coconut oil sitting in my, sitting in my fridge that's just been there because I haven't had a need to cook for it. And I, well, I use it in my daughter's hair, not the cannabis one, but I was using the coconut oil in her hair. <laughs> Go to school like, um, hey, ma'am. Hey, ma'am. <laughs> oh, um, so cool, cool. I have yeah. to try that. How often are you steaming, or is it as a good amount? I usually, well, when I'm home, I usually do maybe once or twice a month. You always want to avoid your cycle. Um, now there are women who, if they're using them, like sometimes it's just more like. I just want to pamper myself. I want to just feel good and get things in balance. Nothing wrong with that. But there are also other uses that people, um, along with other traditional ways or more more traditional ways, um, can use for like infertility or if they're having issues with PMS, even like increased bleeding or abnormal bleeding. Um, So there are certain herbs that can help kind of get those things balanced and aligned as well. So for those, they are doing them a little bit more frequent, you know, like at least three times a month and things Uh like that but just on a regular basis you know even just once a month and sometimes you may the more you start connecting with your body I I remember being home sometimes and you get busy and stuff and you're doing Uh and I was like I really felt like I heard her like let's go steam and I had my own little setup at home I'm like okay girl and even then like I started journaling and writing and I, for a matter of fact, I don't think I was done with the book because I remember taking some stuff down, some little notes, and then going back and like typing up like, oh my God. But it just started giving me so much creativity and also just like that connection of her being like, look at you listening, giving you, <laughs> you what you need. Uh, yeah. That's so, hilarious. <laughs> um, I was looking at some of the some of the herbs on here. Me and um Kiosha had just did released the episode on um, herbs for the imagination, and I see some of them on here. So that's cool. yeah, that was I my next question. Heard. That was my next question. Like, was what it are your favorite? Yeah, what are your favorite? What are your go-to herbs? What's something that you will always reach for? Having your, you know, your cabinet and your apothecary. What are your absolute <laughs> must? Have? I wanted an apothecary so bad. Like I think that I really want one of them. But um, the few always because they're so good for so many things, um, especially as women. A lot of time we may have like irritation, inflammation. Um, we want to always relax and just feel good and embracing that feminine energy, which again we sometimes struggle with. So I always go with lavender. Like I've even made an infused lavender, um, lavender lemon tea. Oh my god! And then I had it like infused with this CBD. 
um, honey that I had, I was using. Oh my God, it was so perfect i'm like oh my god um but having but i mean on these things as well like that is one of my go-tos to have the lavender i love the rose um calendula is also one of my favorite to add um let's see i mean well, lavender and cbd sound mm -hmm. like the most incredible combination that I've never considered in my whole life. <laughs> like so, oh my God, like that was the best tea ever. I'm like ever, ever, yeah. ever. It's sugar, like I had some sugar that was infused with um, lavender. It's just like lavender fest they have in Michigan. It's like way, it's like maybe about an hour outside of Detroit. But they would do a lavender fest. They had this infused um, honey, they had infused sugar, and I had used that and had like I said, some CBD. Oh, that was never, oh my god, it was so good, girl. It was so good. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> um, so yeah, lavender rose, calendula, um, mother's word, even sometimes peppermint. I just like that little refreshing, cooling feeling. Um, but those are sounding like my go-to because even with rose, you can make like a rose water spray because I like having things that you can use in other ways as well. Oh yeah, I use on my face and my hair, rose water. Mm-hmm, well, yeah. Now, do you have, so when you steam, do you have like a pot that you bought off, you just get them anywhere off Amazon? Yes, so you can definitely get them on Amazon. Like they do have, and then now they even have like the whole little stools. Like there's a lady that sells them on Etsy and I got some really good stools from her. Um, she makes the stools and gives you the little pot. Um, so she even does, you know, custom orders. I, again, it's- Are they, they're wooden? Yeah. They wooden? Oh, okay. So wooden ones, yeah. But she offers, and again, I don't get any credit for this. I just love giving, I get respect where it's due, okay? Uh -huh. <laughs> So do as you please. But um, she sends you with the little pot as well that you use to heat it up and everything. So you get everything with that kit. And of course, there are some on Amazon. Um, there are even some of the seats you can put over your toilet. Um, okay. They have those. And even some people just buy a pot, get it hot and ready, and, you know, then like squat over it. That ain't the most comfortable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you got you that. Burnt my ass. You done burnt. Yeah, ain't nobody. <laughs> I don't recommend it, but that is, you know, another option. You do. You know, <laughs> but definitely getting, you know, like a stool and again, check people reviews. I, I don't offer the stools. I just, you know, do the ser um, services when I'm back at home. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the best way it comes. And then like the little or some of them um, have like a whole big like crown seat. But yeah, the wooden seats are the main with the pot up under. Okay. Mm hmm. Okay, nice. cool. Yeah, I've yet to try that. It's awesome. I'm really um I don't know if it's it's just I like cosmetics, but I'm really interested in doing like a badger facial type of thing. Like yeah. a steam you know? for your face? It's With not a steam, it's like a mask treatment for your vagina. I've seen that at um spas and I'm like, I wanna try that out. Yeah, there are also some really great, there's a really great product line. They're just always sold out that I really want to try to, I would like to try that home first, you know, because this, the, the salon that I've seen that I would want to go to is in like, I think it's in Houston on Dallas or something. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, in the meantime, you know, 
I guess it's a facial for your vajayjay. Yeah, it's a kind of facial, I think. Is I call it a facial. Yeah, vajayjay. Okay, y'all putting me on. Let me take some notes because I'm behind. Clearly, I kept saying like I need to go, and then. I just got down here and I did find a really good wax girl here. Like that's just a sidebar, but I'm like, I wonder if they do those there. Because I'm over here basically on my little wax and y'all getting facial. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I do. But it goes great with your wax. It's like, your, it's your wax's best friend. Yeah. So maybe prevents like ingrown hairs and stuff, I'm guessing. And it makes it just beautiful and smooth, you know? Especially like if you can't be at the beach, you know? Because it's like the wax and the beach too, they go together. You get a wax, you give it a week, you go to the beach and you're having this natural exfoliating experience on your whole body, but including like your ass and, and all of these other beautiful parts of your, you know, reproductive whatever area. And if we can't live in, you know, you know, Copacabana all the time, we can still give ourselves like this experience that is relative to that, you know, that does, I like my, my affirmation for self-care is I am practicing a high level of self-care, you know what I mean? If I am, <laughs> if I'm not on, if I'm not in Infanimo right now, I'm going to make everything around me embody what it means to love myself, like that's where I am, that's where I wake up every single day. And I feel like, well, how close can I get to the beach, even if I live in the where I live, you know, in the freaking. I didn't city. even yeah. it like that, but now I really want it. Now I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I really want to do it. I'm like, hell yeah! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, um, so what are some of your rituals right now? Like, what do you? What are you doing maybe outside of the list that you gave us? So now that I'm here, now masturbating is just always in it. And I know that may sound crazy because yes, I'm married and I definitely enjoy pleasure with a partner, but I just have like, to me, it's like my energy boost. Like it has to be a part of my routine. It's something, and I know for some people it may be like, hell yeah. And some may be like, eh. But there really is power in that. And so I just have to always give her her due respect. Now, are you lighting candles and incense and setting the mood? Yeah, you know how much of your I love to pamper my, like, show myself love. Like, a lot of times, and I think for a while, I wasn't even comfortable doing that because I always expected somebody else to do it. Like, well, that's what they're supposed to do. I look crazy when I take myself to dinner. I look crazy doing this for me and making it sexy just for me. But to start doing that and really it, to me, it heightens your energy with everybody else. Because like you say, you look at yourself like you're going to have a higher level of self-care. Like you start to be like, I am high end. Like I'm a luxury being. There are certain things I desire. And even in that, just looking at things from a different picture and setting the mood sometime. Now, there may be times I may just be waking up and I'm like, I love you. And it's the sunlight for me. And I'm like, look at the sunlight coming through here. Look at God and all. Come mm-hmm. on now. Let's let this magic happen. Um, and then I'm down here and the weather is a lot better for the most part. I've really been enjoying getting outside and just really taking that time in to sit out there and watch the moon and like meditate from that perspective and just taking the time to be. Because one thing I know for sure is like, I feel like I'll always, and a lot of time we do, 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 gotta do this. I gotta go here. I gotta do that. But it's like, you a human being, learn how to be motherfucker be like in yeah. the power in that. 
And so that's something that has, I want to make and continue to have as part of my routine and not just get so caught up in, I got to do this and where I'm going this day. And, you know. Yeah. It's hard to live in, in the moment. Um, I remember that at first, what is that book? Is it called Right Now? By Ekion? I can't remember. Oh, The Power of Now. Yes, thank you. I knew I was gonna fuck it up. Um, I love that book. (laughs) I didn't know you. I don't know how to say that last part. I always got Eckhart and I'll be hoping somebody come in. I'm like, yes, I don't know. Pivotal. That's like essential, you know. Those mm -hmm. really, really important shifts to tune into. I mean, you said you practice transcendental meditation, you know, so you are a sophisticated woman (laughs) anyway. Like you're on game, but that is a really incredible book. Yeah. That, that did it for me and I had to read it a couple times like I still enjoy reading it because there's just stuff that you pick up on that probably went over my head three four times that I just wasn't ready to to you know understand so yeah that's how I feel about the fiasco sometimes okay <laughs> like I need to listen to this again I think I'm pretty sure I missed like 90 percent of the message but yeah. the one part that I did get like through my mind yeah his <laughs> metaphors his metaphors are crazy okay cool yeah yeah so do you feel like being in New Mexico being in an environment that's you know being in the desert something that has a different I guess an environment that is maybe in contrast to environments you've been in in the past right do you feel like it's changing or awakening your senses in a new way it has because it's the first time in real life that I'm like I ask for change and I'm really embracing it more and learning how to flow with it. Cause we all go through change. Like, it's not like, Oh, you know, that doesn't really like everybody has a moment where it's like, what the, what? That was not on my roadmap at all. I don't know how the hell I ended up here, you know? (laughs) And so with this, it was like, it really was at a place where I had understood how to just let go of certain things and go with the flow and not always feel like well what's gonna happen here what so if I do this then what's gonna happen here like go with what you feel like you see the power in that like you really see that and so being here it's really put me in a place of feeling so much more gratitude for just even like this like really sitting on here with y'all talking it's like oh my god I have like loved her since I got my little tip you know I'm like the cutest thing ever out here in the D. Like they're like, what is oh, it? Like, hey. <laughs> bougie and baked, baked and bougie right. now. Spots not caring, like, eh, excuse me, you know. <laughs> yes. Every since then, so to be here and seeing, you know, you and evolving and having this amazing cohort, like it's just like, look at all this awesomeness. Like, God, look at the things you have put together and really seeing like a part of God's beautifulness. Cause I haven't seen mountains like this. Like I remember, you know, just being able to walk and I'm like, yeah, there's some mountains right there. Like that is just beautiful. <laughs> like, and that's how I know like, oh my God, the woman and her, our essence, that feminine essence. When I look at the mountains, I think of our bodies and it, not even like in like this freaky, crazy way, but just like <laughs> beautiful. Earth is a woman. Absolutely. I, I totally agree like, with you. <laughs> You know, and but what I love like about I grew up in in the valley, right? So every all four sides, everything around me is a mountain range, mm-hmm. and that's just you. You learn north, east, south, and west by which mountain is in which direction. But I feel like the beautiful thing is like this 
in the city, like, especially older places like DC and Philadelphia, right? It's like everything that's here, that's been here for the longest amount of time is man-made, you know? Mm-hmm. Versus when you get to the desert and to these canyons and to these really incredible places on earth, it's like, this is, no man can take credit for anything that's here. Yes. Like we're lucky to put our handprint on the cave wall and it's still be there and evidence that man even existed in this place you know and even this really fascinating story it's almost like a fantasy in my mind because it's almost unfathomable but imagining that the mountain ranges themselves were like underwater you know that that was the ocean is what created it to be the way that it was and just how like mind-blowing and fascinating and massive earth is right because there's this conversation that I try to challenge myself on personally, uh, centered around climate change and stuff like that, you know? Like, I kind of feel like, at what point do we owe it to planet Earth itself to say like, Earth Earth has its own wisdom, you know? Just like a woman's body, each woman's body has its own wisdom, women's bodies, women's wisdom. The Earth too has its own wisdom, which we model ourselves after, you know? Understanding the need for transformation of seasons, of of shifts and changes that are just inherent and natural. And if you really pay attention, they're cyclical and you can move along with them instead of struggling against them. But I feel like climate change is one of those conversations. Like Earth has wisdom. Earth knows what it's doing in ways that are probably so far beyond human understanding, you know, that we're creating this earth is in a crisis, but at what point do we owe it to earth and ourselves to say, well, I'm going to look at the earth through the eyes of well-being, you know, like everything on earth, earth is Gucci. There's nothing really wrong here. You know, humans have a crisis, but we want so many things and we want to live in these progressive ways and see humanity change in so many ways that, what if earth is just like supporting everything that we desire along the way, you know, but it does look weird. It does look like a pandemic. Like, why is this happening? Well, what are we asking for? You know, we all want to expand and shift. And what if the earth is just expanding and shifting with us, but it's beyond our understanding, you know? So I think that's incredible. I love the desert though, and the mountains for that reason, because that stability is beyond anything humans could ever really ever take credit for, you know? It is. It it does help put things in perspective. And for me, it kind of was, like I said, this is just, like I say, just a stop along this journey. And it was so necessary because I'm like, it was kind of like for me as crazy as it is in a way, it's like, it was really like a little mini reward mentally and spiritually just because it's like, you know how crazy shit has been in the past and you able to First, get through that. God, thank you for seeing a bigger purpose when I didn't. And then through that, really starting to be more clear and see to like be able to see what really lives through me as a woman and as looking, like I say, being here to see this is just like, it just all came together. Like, yeah, this is not knowing I would end up here. It's so crazy how, just how you speak things into existence in a way and powering mm-hmm. you up to be careful. And it's very specific. <laughs> absolutely do you feel like I forgot my question no no give me a second (laughs) okay we'll come back to it I just want to ask you real quick um so as a business owner what's one thing that you've learned so far and what what advice can you give oh the biggest thing for real is 
it's not as easy as I think people look and see. Or see, like when you look at social media, a lot of times you see people at one point. You don't really see all the ins and outs and how motherfuckers be like, what am I doing right now? Is this making any, like where you doubt yourself on every level? Then first of all, you ain't a good business. Or now you're like, well, am I even a good mama? Like, am I even shit at all? Like you really just go down a whole spiral. Like (laughs) maybe somebody didn't buy the book that day. You like, what? you were going to a whole tangent, but a lot of time on, on this kind of, shake and bake little world here it's people just see this one little image and it's like oh this is easy all I gotta do is put up a website and sell hair all I gotta do is put up a website and say click this link and I offer this and it's like no like did nobody make it like that like no one <laughs> you know what I'm saying when you really think it's about people who had a certain mindset and I think that's the biggest part of it is your mindset because it's easy to be like I don't just want to, I don't want to work for nobody on my own and I don't want to be broke or I want to be my own boss, but it has to, everyone isn't because everybody hasn't took the time to cultivate that mindset. And that's the one thing that in the beginning, I wasn't, I remember always saying, even like years ago doing like little, trying to just find little other ways to like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And people would always bring up, like, you have to have good personal development. And I'm like, well, I get this money first. And then I'll read books. You know, like, let me get this money. And then I'll go and read all the books you want me to read. Not realizing, like, no, focus on your mind. That's how you really can get ahead. As opposed to you still having the same mindset, running in a place of lack, running in a place of insecurity and fear. You going, getting stuff done. Like I said, you doing, doing, doing. But you struggling like one way to do it. When you could have just learned how to just let it flow to you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what you want and even more will come to you when you learn how to flow with this shit. Man, with a rock with Absolutely. No. I remember my question for you, too. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes, like, we have, we, there's this, this balance between, you know, understanding that there's, a, like, this stigma, right, with certain audiences and, like, or people in general mm-hmm. and, like, cannabis, right, especially after, like, war on drugs and all this, like, legal there's legalization in half of the place and legal is not like illegal, blah, 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 blah. There's like all these different levels of the cannabis conversation and stigma. But in reflecting that and looking at sexuality and masturbation and as being someone who is a spouse, do you feel like there's a certain level of stigma that you've had to overcome in order to really enjoy your sexuality on a very deep personal level, you know? Because sometimes we give a lot of stigma. I mean, usually... I mean, in general, it's like in a cis hetero, you know, environment. I don't know what your sexual, what your, what your sexual preferences are. I think that's besides the point. But to put it in context, I think that that in that cis hetero environment, especially, there's like a certain stigma behind, or it can be a point of disagreement behind. Well, you shouldn't masturbate because I'm here. You know what I mean? So why would you do that? if that's something we can do together or I feel like you're being selfish because you're having orgasms without me you know right right well it is so funny because that was the reason too why I even decided to put this book out because for a while I did kind of feel like um I know I do this and even with my husband at first it wasn't like we ain't about to be saying that shit I mean like I'm married to a I mean not to say like a real black man like that like but you know like like he like old school kind of and not you know old school 
and it, you're like, what the hell are you about to be talking about? What? Like, <laughs> we do that at? A little I'm conservative. Like, yeah, <laughs> a little like, bit. yeah, we can get ratchet, but it's like, oh, what you, you about to say what on where? Like, for real? <laughs> oh, and I even remember being out with him one time and somehow it was some other like couples and the ladies was bringing up me doing stuff on social media. And it was like, well, how you masturbating? You got a husband. I'm like, how you don't? And you got a, a dude. <laughs> Like, how you don't though? So you, you don't know your body? Cause I know mine. Like that don't take away from him. This is again, this is why you're living in lack. Cause you think it ain't an abundance out here. <laughs> <laughs> lack and limitations. Cause you don't see the bigger picture and all this. Me connecting with my body don't take away from nothing else. And so I had to kind of influence, I would say, influence the tone in my household. But I realized that that's just something that as women, we really have the power to do. We influence people around us all the time. Whether it ain't about like, oh, well, I ain't Kim K or I ain't. No, it's people around you who they may not say it, but they they picking up what you're putting down. Let's be clear. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is always happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to get to a point where really I realized like this shit works and this feels good. And why shouldn't I let other people know so they can feel good? Because I really remember seriously like having conversations and it would always be like, me being in the shower like a lot of the times that it was like I feel like God be talking to me sometime in there but it would be clear as day like you need to tell somebody about this and I'm like God that's crazy like about Medicaid and touching on like touching on your cookie (laughs) (laughs) who is this talking is this for real you but it was like so clear and it kept happening and I'm like I'm about to just put this out here yeah it's even still not that you know I get little slick remarks but I'm like Here's the thing. There was a time when I would let that really define who I am. I don't even have an attitude with people be salty by me being me. Like, listen, my light shining should not affect yours at all. Because again, if you realize the bigger picture, that's what we all here to do. Shine bright like a diamond. Why are you over there, man? Dude. Yeah. So I just had to be okay with it. I mean, is it like, does it bother me that people be salty? not anymore but I'm just like it's more sad to me like why are you worried about me like why I'm not even hurting you anyway do you boo boo right but that's the time because yeah there was a time when I would be like oh my god I shouldn't see oh my god (laughs) (laughs) okay so what what advice would you give to your younger self just relax I feel like I (laughs) Such a hurry to get grown, you know, do those things that I felt this is what makes me grown and responsible. And I wish that if I could go back, I'd be like, girl, just relax. You'll be fine. Like, Mm -hmm. did you have anxiety when you were younger or did you ever deal with it at all? I dealt with it as an adult. And I remember that had to be like 2015, 2014, 2015. And that's when shit started just really like fucking like when all of all the hot mess of life just gets into like one big ball and just like rolls over the cliff onto your life. Like, oh, God. and so that was around that time. And I remember I was working for um, doing like for this insurance company and I could be sitting there having like a chill day. And I didn't know where I was just feel like this panic attack. And I'm like, but I realized how and it took time to figure that out. And again, just doing that work using cannabis as a way of medicine and really connecting with my body learning how to calm the fuck down in my mind doing those things how it really started to 
physically helped me get my shit together. I'm not saying again, that this is the end all be all. Y'all just do this and your life is fine. No, you're going to still have to deal with things, but it helps me look at stuff from a different perspective and helps me maintain a sense of, okay, bitch, you got this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bitch, okay. you're doing a good job. Okay. Good job. That song lives rent free in my head. <laughs> For real. Anytime I'm trying to big myself up, like, you got that it. needs to just be like what I wake up to. Like for real, I should have said that tonight. So I'd be getting up like hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you mentioned that you're in, that you have experience with like yoni steams and stuff like that. Have you ever used like a yoni egg before? No, that's so funny you bring that up because I was looking at some yoni eggs about this was last week, just last week, and I'm like, you know what? again while I'm down here why not you know what I'm saying just do that full experience because I'm always looking at different ways to bring pleasure and again just get to know my body and really really understand it more and connect with it so I have been thinking like that's so funny I was like I think now I'm ready to open up to that there was a time when I'm like hey I'm all about pussy power, but you do that in your lane. I don't feel like that I encourage it to be, oh, this is what this means. You got to do this, 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 and that. No, whatever you feel comfortable with at that moment. And as you change and grow, then you may change and grow and try other things. And so I don't know what it was last week, but it just was like, again, like how you just hear it. And it was like, you only And I'm like, okay, let me look more into this now. Someone educate me on the purpose. I know you put it up there. I didn't know if it was to strengthen your walls, tighten your walls, pleasure. It's a really deeply, deeply spiritual sort of practice. Really? Yeah. It's a a balance because, you know, you have one, it involves the stones, right? That each embody like different energetic frequencies. Right. And you're putting them in right at the like the doorway of, of life, you know, <laughs> life itself. Right. And so intention really does matter. And then it is almost like I want to say like a meditative practice, right? But except for you're really tuned in and into what's happening in your in your reproductive system, how you feel and and your sort of connection with with what with with your creative essence you know um and so I think it's incredible in that way and it is something that it's important to have you know support along the journey because you're it's it's I see it as like a losing your mind type of experience like you're losing your fucking mind you're putting <laughs> a stone in your vagina which you are uh, <laughs> I'm ready this is like I want to try it now I gotta go I, you know, I, gotta it. I think it's worth it I think it's worth Absolutely. it and you can do something you can do a little tiny rose quartz you know and there are advanced practices where you can have sex with a young egg and you know or you can do like weightlifting or stuff or whatever. <laughs> like some chicken. Okay. Sounds like the most American thing I've ever heard. Right. I was like, like, <laughs> like okay. hold this egg up and pump this iron. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, like CrossFit vagina. But you know, how do you balance that? It's really like almost the opportunity of taking this and making it a spiritual practice like you would, you know, sexual kung fu or cultivating female sexual energy. But none of those texts or, you know, those um, experiences that have been shared by, you know, prolific healers in the past have ever really included, well, this is what it's like to do this work 
with a yoni egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, it's so, so crazy because I was so like, I wasn't against it. I just was like, oh, it's not, it's not where I am at this moment. Yeah, I don't know. And it had, it was literally a week ago that I started looking more into it and I want to try it now. Like I say, and it's, I do believe that there is that power when you become more connected. Like I said, you can hear things differently. Like, I don't think that my body was never not talking to me. I just didn't know how to be on the right frequency to hear it. Like mm-hmm. we, radio stations, ain't no way you're going to hear 92.3 on 105.9. You can't hear that. You don't know what's going on over there. And that's what we were so disconnected in the same space and being more connected. It's like, I can hear what it tells me. Like I need to do like, okay, this is okay. Let me do that. Okay. That's awesome. Um, so what do you what what do you want your legacy to be? Mm. A life and legacy of guiding women to deliciousness. Like women just having their stories of realizing, damn, there's a power within my badass. <laughs> like I'm really a whole lot more powerful than I thought. And it ain't nothing wrong with me saying my pussy has power. There's nothing wrong with me being feminine. <clears throat> feminine doesn't have to mean, oh, you act like a little bit. You act like, no, like it's so much more than that. And I think we get so caught up in the feminine masculine as being like, this is what a man, this is a woman, but really just understanding that energy. Like it's more than just your, what you define, you know what I'm saying? Like male mm-hmm. is so much bigger than that. Um, and so I want to just be a part of that movement of really putting healing out. And especially for people who look like us, because that's not really normal. You know, even sometimes it's like, oh, so you went to like, what is this? Like witchcraft? Like, seriously? Like, oh, gosh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Look to be crazy. It's like, well, you don't go to church. I'm like, I'm more connected with God than I ever was going to church. Look, I had some sage out and I I was like, it was like witchcraft. Like, what? This is sage. Stop it. Seriously. Don't buy crystals. It's like, oh, what you in here doing? I'm like, do you read the Bible? Jesus meditated. Why y'all? I mean, it would be people like, you don't just pray. Okay. Do you not read the Bible? You be over here preaching out of because he went to meditate. I can't meditate about five or 10. <laughs> <laughs> he was gone for some days. Like, what's so I can't. you don't get the power in that so to be able to help people like us like I say see the bigger picture of that understand the power of really reconnecting spiritually and the freedom in that and I'm not saying oh live out book wow but you'll be so surprised at how free you are to be who you are Mm -hmm. without having to feel like oh is this good enough is they gonna and so to be that's really what I would just I want my legacy to be like Black History Month, she brought the healing. This is what mm-hmm. us brown folks need back in two, 2021. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Having some of these discussions, but the thing is people sometimes like to be like, oh, be feel good all the time. And that ain't really real. But through the stuff that you go through, you can still realize how much more power and control you have. I'm not saying there's no fix off like, oh, everything's going to be fine, girl. You ain't going to never have no problems if you meditate and touch on your cookie and um, (laughs) cannabis. No, I'm not going to say that. You're going to have things, but you're going to realize how you can flow with ease and grace through that shit. You don't have to have a meltdown every time something go wrong, every time he don't, she don't do, they don't do. You'll realize the power you have in that shit is when you're like, oh, this is delicious. Oh, I love how you describe that, too. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the book is always available, the ebook. Um, definitely. You've got some little extras in the back. Like for me, it was always about like, you know, sometimes you go to a seminar or you read a book or you go and then you all hunt piped up and you're like, yes, hell yeah, I'm gonna make a change. And then you go back to regular life and you like, what the fuck? So I wanted to put stuff back there like, yo, one, I, I kept a creed in there where I'm like, you're going to read this little book real quick. Now make this promise to yourself. You're going to take something out of here and put it to use and remix it how you need to. You do that. And then also like I added in the ebook some extra pages, like goal tracker, like keep track of this stuff. Here's some things so you can't be like, well, I ain't got no journal. Use these right here, girl. Uh-uh, no excuses. So added some little extras in there too. And that's always available. Okay. And what are some of the other services you offer? Yeah. So when I get back home, um, the Yoni Steams will still be available. I'm actually going to be adding some extra goodies, but I'm waiting to bring that out. But the Yoni Steams are always available. And um, and you consult too. Right? Yeah. So I do the... Um, cannabis consulting and I've been even working more so on like the meditation side doing some one-on-one so um getting back into that I just finished with that the end of last month so I took a moment to just be in the moment again Mm -hmm. not do 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 just take some time so I'm gonna have that opening back up to work one-on-one it's a whole chakra healing and just really even bringing in cannabis, kind of understanding it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. How to love on yourself and connect. That's awesome. So how can everyone reach you? Um, on Instagram, it's like the my main spot. That's where I chill at. Um, that's at Canna Nurse Heal, just like it sounds. Canna Nurse Heal, like healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my website is cannonersheal.com because I keeps it simple, right? Anybody got time for no, you know, making it real easy. Yeah. So at cannonersheal.com, you can go there and check out um, some little things. I've got even some freebies over there, a free meditation, um, like a free cannabis journal template. So I've got some other things over there as well. So check me out. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, excuse me. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it and um, this dope conversation. Thank y'all. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I'm beyond grateful for the opportunity to share these inspirational stories with you. If you are enjoying the podcast, please support, like, subscribe, and leave a review. Let me know your thoughts. Also share it with anyone you think could use a dose of inspiration. Last but not least, please follow me on social media. You can find me at high on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Stay high, stay creative, people. The Last Prisoner Project is a nonprofit coalition of cannabis industry leaders, executives, and artists dedicated to bringing restorative justice to the cannabis industry. We here at Hideas wholeheartedly support their values and believe that anyone profiting from the legal cannabis industry has a moral imperative to work towards restorative justice. No one, I repeat, no one should be in jail suffering from the war on drugs, which disproportionately impacts communities of color. Want to get involved? Here are some ways. Follow them on social media, subscribe to their newsletter, 
volunteer, donate, or join the letter writing program. Please find links to their page in the show notes.